Hi, besties. You're listening to Long Distance BFF. I'm Tristan. And I'm Samantha. We're your new best friends. Each episode, we'll dive into friendship head first. We'll talk about celebrity friendships, heartwarming friendships, and maybe share some tips to keep your friendship strong along the way. We're the friendship experts. Hi, besties. Hello, besties. Guess what we're talking about today? Something a little Octobery. <laughs> <laughs> a little another Halloween episode. Halloween. <laughs> because it's October. Okay. We got a little Hocus Pocus 2 coming at you. Yes. Did you love this movie? I loved it. It's so funny because some people are like, no, I didn't like it. And then some people are like, yes, it was my favorite. It's great. I thought it was better than the first one. So it's so funny that there's no in between. Yes, I was in category one. I thought it was even better than the first one. So fun. And the friendships in it are so good. I love that we both watched it and went, look at this friendship. We have to talk about it. Absolutely. We couldn't really do the first Hocus Pocus because there's not really a friend group in it. No. And we're not talking about the Sanderson sisters. We're talking about Becca, Izzy, and Cassie, the three girls. The three girls, the little trio, Mm -hmm. the friendship trio, which I got some stuff to say about a trio of friends, a triad, I guess you would call them. Yeah. So we start out the movie. So it's Becca, Izzy, and Cassie. Mm -hmm. You start out the movie with Becca and Izzy Mm -hmm. thinking, look at these two little best friends. They're so cute. They're 16. Well, she's turning 16. Mm -hmm. Becca is. And that's such a fun age, such a fun time to be hanging out with your best friend. And we think it's just the two of them, right? Mm -hmm. Until Cassie comes into the picture. So this is like the first little bit of the movie. And you see there's a dynamic. There's something happening. There's Mm -hmm. the two girls. And I think Izzy starts talking about their night because it's Becca's birthday and they obviously have a tradition that they do every night. And then Cassie shows up and Izzy's like, well, should we invite Cassie? Mm -hmm. And so then that's your first kind of inkling that, Ooh, this was a, this was a little threesome Mm -hmm. that has turned into a twosome. Yes. And then you, you discover why, and it's obvious because she has a boyfriend now Mm -hmm. and she is picking her boyfriend over her friends. Yeah. And he's kind of an idiot. (laughs) Kind of. Yeah. Just a little bit. (laughs) You can understand why the other two girls are like, what are you doing? And I thought this was really relevant to what goes on in high school. Mm -hmm. Because there's so many times you ditch your friends for that boy. Yeah. That's a hard thing to juggle. You need to, you need to put time for both of them. Not saying you don't get a boyfriend in high school because that's Please kind of do. a natural thing. Yeah. <laughs> that is, it's such a good learning experience to date <laughs> in high school and to figure out what you need to do. And yes, it's like such a good learning experience to date in high school. Yes. But part of that learning experience is learning how to delegate your time. Mm -hmm. And how to make sure you don't dump your friends because you get a boy. Because guess what? It's probably not going to last. 
mm-hmm. and you're going to come back to your friends. And of course, most likely they'll be there for you, yeah. but you don't want to have to get in that situation in the first place. So I really felt like this is something that normal teens is are probably going through. Oh yes. This is definitely based on real situations that happen often. Mm-hmm. So I actually, I did some research on triads, best friend triads. That's why I keep saying that word. Like I'm smart and I made it up and <laughs> no. Like you know what you're talking like about. Like I know what I'm talking about. No, it's just that I, I did my research and they talked about triads. So there was a lot of articles on whether a, a group of three best friends is good or bad. And a lot of them said, no, it's bad because of jealousy mm-hmm. and somebody always gets left out and the friendship within the friendship. Mm-hmm. You have to, if you have a trio of best friends, it all has to be very equal. And it's hard to maintain that equality because somebody could just like in this situation, somebody could get a boyfriend and go off and then the other two are going to get closer yeah. In that time, because they're spending more time together. So it was very interesting when I Googled that to see all of the articles pop up and some of them being like, oh, having a trio of best friends is great because there's always somebody available when you need to talk. Mm-hmm. But then a lot of them were like, nope, it's too much work. Well, and you think about it, if you're going to make a call, say something ex- really important happens and you need to make a call. You can only call one person. Mm -hmm. So now that other person is immediately left out. Yeah. And sometimes that could be really hurtful when you hear about the news and the other two are talking about it and you didn't hear about it because they made the call to the other friend or Mm -hmm. when you're in that situation and you're excited to make the call and you have to call that person and you have to pick between the, the two people. Yeah, that's true. I mean, do you remember when we were kids, we had three-way calling? Yes. But do you remember what we used to do? (laughs) This is terrible. Three-way call. The other person stayed silent. And you would ask. So we would get on the phone together and we'd say, ooh, let's call someone. And like- Girl or boy. It could be a a boy too. Yeah. So say I would call them. I'd dial them in and Sam would stay completely silent And then I would ask like, Hey, so-and-so do you have a crush on Sam? Yes. It could be, it could go either way too. It could be devastating. (laughs) Or if it was another girl, we'd say, so how do you feel about Sam? Do you like her? Mm -hmm. And people caught on quickly. I think, I think everybody did this. I'm sure it (laughs) happened to me too. And I'd always be like a hundred percent like, Oh yeah, I love Sam. Yeah. (laughs) I love that person because I always knew somebody's on the other line. If they're asking about it, there's got to be someone on the other line listening. Mm-hmm. Especially just right out the gate like that. It mm-hmm. was never like, oh, how are you? You talk for 30 minutes and then you're like, hey, how Let's did get you feel this. about this situation? Yeah. But no, it's like, hi, how are you? So <laughs> tell me all the things you hate about Tristan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, we were such dumb little preteens. Oh, it was just that immaturity. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So another con about a trio is that someone will often be stuck in the middle of a fight. Mm-hmm. So say two of you are fighting, the other one 
is stuck in the middle or has to choose a side. Yeah. Or, or just has that uncomfortable feeling of trying to stay out of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And that's kind of how I felt about Becca, Izzy and Cassie. I kind of felt like Becca was really mad at Cassie for ditching them and hanging out with this guy. Mm-hmm. And Izzy was more like, oh, like wanting to. No, she was. Should we invite her? She wanted to reach out a little more than than Becca did. Becca, you could tell she kind of closed off. Mm-hmm. She was done with it. Where Izzy was still open to the idea of having her there. Yeah. But you know, she was still in their heart because they brought a picture of her to their little circle. So, mm-hmm. they, you know, for her birthday circle, they did bring a picture of Cassie. Yeah. In a way of saying, I felt like she needed to be here. So even though both of them are mad at her, mm-hmm. they still there. There's a strong feeling for her because they did bring the picture along. Yes. And how do you think they felt? Because they figure out that Cassie's having a party. Her boyfriend, I forgot his name. Her boyfriend says, oh, are you guys coming to Cassie's party? And she hadn't invited them. Mm-hmm. And it's that's upsetting and hurtful. But she's in this place where she has been hurt by them, too, which we find out later how she feels about the situation. But that would be that would be sad. She's having this big party and inv- inviting the whole school and she doesn't invite. She doesn't invite two. them. And she knows that there is this annual standing thing that they do every single year Mm -hmm. and so so yeah I really think Cassie really sealed the deal of of not wanting to hang out with them in the end she kind of talks about well I had no idea I was inviting you guys places and you didn't want to go and she kind of played the I didn't know card but I'm sorry I don't believe it because this kind of sealed the deal she knew for sure that Becca's birthday had a standing thing that they always do every year. Yes. And she purposely had a party on that same exact day and didn't invite them. So I don't, she can't play the naive card. Yeah. In my opinion, not saying that Cassie doesn't care for Becca and Izzy. She obviously does, but her actions Mm -hmm. are not showing it. Well, she chose the boyfriend. She She chose the boyfriend and she knows it. Sorry. I was making faces there. There was a bug in my water. Oh, that's all right. I had to get it out. (laughs) And then I got it out and then drank the water and then I felt a little bit sick. (laughs) A little bit of bug juice in there. I needed, I felt parched. All right. Yes. But I have to talk about Becca and Izzy. I love their friendship. Me too. Everything they did made me smile. Izzy is so there for Becca. She is not jealous in any way. She's she sees that Becca has these powers Mm -hmm. and she's just cheering her on this whole time. Yes. So happy for her. And yes, I love that. And I I think with their, their, and I think with their age, that's really rare because Mm -hmm. we do get competitive, especially when we're younger and for her to be so happy for Becca, I, it, she just made me smile so many times. Yes. And they just looked like they have fun together. Mm-hmm. And, and they root each other on mm-hmm. like when Becca had a good idea on how to get the Sanderson sisters to get on their side. And Izzy's like, yeah, yeah. And they just work together really they well. Did. And that's a good friendship to be able to like give each other the look and be like, 
okay, let's feed let's, off of each other. Let's go with this. Mm-hmm. So you're watching this and you know they have to be good friends for one to say something and the other just to know mm-hmm. I need to go along with this and not say, hey, what are you talking about? Yeah. Or like, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she knew, okay, I, I need to go along with this. Yes, I loved their friendship. So there's another part where they're in the basement. And this is about Cassie, that they continuously think of Cassie. They're trapped. And the first thing they think of is how do we protect Cassie? Mm-hmm. How do we how do we protect her? The Sanderson sisters are out there and we need to protect yes. her. Unfortunately, they had to protect her by ratting on her mm-hmm. and telling her dad that, that she was having, having a party. this party. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And she was upset by that. Mm-hmm. She knew it was them. She was upset with them. So I we talked about some of the cons of having a trio of best friends, but there's a couple of pros too. There, you always have a peacemaker. So there might be somebody in the middle during a fight, but that mm-hmm. person, if they are a really good friend, can also be the peacemaker. Ah, yes. Which I think... Izzy was definitely a peacemaker Mm -hmm. in the group. She was good at really not picking sides. I mean, obviously she was on Becca's side because Cassie had ditched them for the boy. Right. But she always tried to stick up for Cassie. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side of getting ditched by a friend, there was two of them. So if there had only been two of them, if it was only Cassie and Becca and Cassie ditched her for the friend... Becca would have been left alone, but she had Izzy. So it's another pro of having a group of three. Yes. There's always somebody there. And when you get older, it's good to have a group of three because if you're out at the bar and you meet a guy, you don't have to ditch your friend on her own. She's got she's got somebody else to hang with at the bar. More yes. dancing. So this works. <laughs> so a trio works when you're older. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I think a trio works now. I have a friend group here and we are a trio and it works out nice because now that we're older, we don't have like the jealousies and stuff like that, but we are busy and we can't always all get together, but I can usually track down one of them. If I need a lunch date or something like that, Yeah, I can always track down one of them. So it is nice to have a little bit, a wider group of friends. Yes. I've always told my kids. You want a big group of friends Mm -hmm. because you're always, there's always going to be somebody there. Oh yeah. Or even my walking group of friends, my walking ladies, Mm -hmm. we today, it was just one of my friend, Amber and I, that we have a large group of, of gals that walk together and not every day, everyone can walk. So today it was just two of us, but had it been a smaller group, we might not get together. You know, we not, might not be able to walk as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a bigger group is good in a lot of situations. So when they finally all come together and are talking about what happened mm-hmm. between the three of them, Cassie, Becca, and Izzy, you find out it, Cassie does kind of make excuses like, well, I didn't know. Right. I and didn't know. At first, I believed her until mm-hmm. I just dug in a little deeper and remembered the party on that night and... Mm -hmm. Well, it was just kind of miscommunication. I think the three of them never sat down after Cassie started dating this guy and talked about what was going to happen. 
And they should have. And Cassie should have made time for them. Because like we said before, don't just turn your back on your friends. Right. Have times. Have lunch with your friends half the time. And lunch with the boyfriend the other half. Just don't ditch your friends for a boy. That's not going to stick around for long. Yeah, I I completely agree. I really wish they would have talked about it sooner. But it didn't. It came to a head, though. They were able to discuss it. And they it looks like they solved the problem. They moved on. I really feel from this day forward, Cassie was very present in their friendship. Mm-hmm. Well, and there was the part where they all, hopefully everybody has watched the movie by now. <laughs> but if you haven't, maybe don't listen to this part. But there's a part at the end when they all three need each other to protect themselves from the Sanderson sisters. They all have to hold hands and make this shield that Becca has created stronger. Mm-hmm. And it shows them, oh, we need each other. The three of us need each other. Yes, where Becca is a it looks like a powerful witch, mm-hmm. but she still needs her best friends to make it complete yes, and to make her stronger because you're nothing without your best friends. Exactly. That's kind of how it ends too with right? the Sanderson sisters with Winnie deciding, well, I'm nothing without my sisters. Mm-hmm. So I did see a sneaky other little friendship in there. Ooh, start up. Okay. What about between Gilbert and Billy Butcherson? Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I saw that and I was like, oh, that's a sneaky little friendship right there that started. Yeah. And so Billy Butcherson is dead now. He was the old boyfriend of the Sanderson. He's always been dead. Well, yeah, he's always (laughs) been dead. (laughs) he's been he was dead in the first one too but he's back (laughs) and so I love that they brought him back I do too yes so but Gilbert is kind of tied to him he needs his help they kind of they kind of they do they become friends he says I'm going to tell your story because his story is wrong the Sanderson Sanderson sisters and history is telling his story wrong Mm -hmm. and Gilbert says at the end I am going to set everyone straight on your story I'm going to fix this yeah and Gilbert he had to redeem himself (laughs) he's the one who started all of this Yes. So I'm glad that they ended it like that so he could redeem himself. So that was my sneaky little friendship that sneaked yeah, in there as I was, was watching it. I was like, oh, there's another little friendship right there. Yes. I did like too how Izzy and Cassie are on the outside outskirts. Becca is fighting the Sanderson sisters. And then all of a sudden you just see some pine cones flying yes. out. <laughs> <laughs> so even though they don't have powers, they're doing what they can to, to protect their friend. Yes. Yes. That was very sweet. So good. I do want to say one thing about my favorite part of the movie. Okay. And that is when they were in the, were they in a Rite Aid or no? It was a... Walgreens. Walgreens. (laughs) Yeah. They're in the Walgreens and the young girls come up and do a selfie with them and they had the filters on. Yes. So they look at the picture and they're like, oh, look how young we are. It's working. Uh (laughs) I think if I had to pick a favorite part, that would be it is the selfie filter (laughs) because those are really magical. (laughs) 
Yes, I loved that. And then they looked in the <laughs> the mirror, you know, those like those mirrors in the stores where you can see the, the word. Like the security mirrors. Yeah. Yes, they're rounded and they make you look really funny. Then they looked in that and they were like, oh, no, <laughs> we're so ugly. Another thing I thought of, did you think of me? When Cassie's dad was trying to get that candy apple. Yes, I did. <laughs> oh my gosh, the poor guy just wanted his candy apple. <laughs> I felt so sad that he did not get his candy apple. Then he th- was holding this like okay, crappy one. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, like convenience store candy apple in a wrapper. And I just know I love candy apples. They are my favorite, favorite treat. I just mm-hmm. love them. And so anytime I can get a good candy apple, like the ones at Disneyland, yes. I go crazy and I get a candy apple twice a day, at least. <laughs> I was going to say how many we were at Disneyland for two days last time. And I think we had like six <laughs> candy I apples. I love but, candy apples. Yes. But good Rowan, ones. yes, my daughter Rowan is the same way. She's like, Disneyland, ruined to Disneyland. I'm getting candy apples. <laughs> That's what she's most excited about. Yes. And we had this long discussion about where we could find good caramel apples. Yeah. Because they you the ones at the grocery store are not like Disneyland. I, no, I don't know what Disneyland does, but to their apples yeah. and to that caramel, it sticks so well to the <laughs> apple. I don't know what they do, but it is so delicious. I'm salivating. Thinking and the apple, this. it's something about the apple too, the crispness of the apple. They just, they go through amazing. a process. How many times I've used to get a candy apple at the fair mm-hmm. and I stopped that because I knew I would be disappointed because every time I'd bite in the apple is hot. Yeah. Side, no. Like warm, a warm, I don't Ugh. want it. I want the apple cold. Yes. The caramel can be warm. But the apple better be cool. <laughs> and when you bite in and then all of a sudden you're eating it and you realize that you're eating a bruised piece oh, of the yeah. apple because no. you can't see it. You have to just you have to trust that that apple is good. Yeah. Think of in the store when you're picking out an apple, you're looking at it, you're making sure you're getting yeah, a good apple. A good mm-hmm. And then when you get this caramel apple, this candy apple. You just have to bite into it blindly and trust that whoever decorated this apple did their work and gave yes. you a good apple. And I trust Disneyland. Yes. Disney, they just, they really do it. Mm-hmm. They do it well. And they charge a lot of money for those. So mm-hmm. they better be good. Yes. Yeah. I, I do. I also want a Disneyland caramel apple now. Sandy's candy cauldron did look good though. Mm-hmm. In the movie, I was. What's the difference between a candy apple and a caramel apple? Because I've seen the candy apples and they look different. They have the red, yeah, red shell. That's different than a caramel apple. Yeah, I mean they're both called candy apples, but I don't know. I think the Disneyland ones are caramel apples. Well, either way, the apples (laughs) I am talking about specifically have caramel on them. I don't really care for the red ones. Yeah. No, they're caramel apples at Disneyland. Okay. Well, then I've been getting it wrong. But the caramel apple, caramel, 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 the caramel. I say caramel. Do I? I, I say caramel, but you've been saying caramel. So I've been kind of <laughs> saying it too, but it's a caramel apple. Caramel. It's spelled caramel. Caramel. 
caramel. I want a caramel apple on Halloween. Yes, the Disney ones are caramel apples. Okay. Well, that's what I like. That's what I want. Me too. I wonder if you can order them. Oh, and then we were talking. Remember we talked. You said, so Sammy has an addiction to QVC. (laughs) Thanks for outing me, Tristan. Get that out now. Yes, I do. (laughs) And apparently they sell caramel apples. Yes, Miss Printables candy apples. (laughs) And I'm going to try them. Are they candy or are they caramel? They're caramel. (laughs) And I'm going to try them, but they're pricey. Yeah. And it's so, so it's like $50 and you get, I think, 10 apples. And that's a lot to get through because they have to be yes. fresh. You so I'm going to have to, exactly. And I'm going to have to give them away as gifts. I don't know if I'll be able to let them go and give them away <laughs> as gifts. So I think I would eat 10 apples in three days. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want, that's what I want for my birthday is for you to send me. Some QVC caramel apples. Right, but you can't just send one. I have to send the whole 10 or well, 12. Send me 10. I'll be fine. Okay. I got a big old family. I got five people. But then what about me? How about I send <laughs> I'll them? I'll tell you if they're good or not. And then How about I send them when I know I'm coming to visit? Okay. Because you can pick the date. Yes. Because they're made fresh. Okay, yeah. You know what also is really good is those edible arrangements. Mm-hmm. Are those a thing anymore? I don't see them anymore, but dang, they did good at picking their fruit. They did. That is good fruit. Mm-hmm. I used to always tell my husband, because we don't live where we can get that easily. Mm-hmm. But when we lived up north, we had, I'd always tell my husband, that's what I want on our anniversary. That's what I want. If you're going to send me something at work, I would send him at work those and everybody just loves them. Mm-hmm. They're delicious. They are good. It's good fruit. It's good chocolate. Yeah. I had a pact with two of my friends that when I had Rusty, they all brought me an edible arrangement and we we're all pregnant. So mm-hmm. then when the other one had their baby, we had to pitch in and get them an edible arrangement. And then the, yeah. when the last one had their baby in the hospital, you got your edible arrangement. We yeah. made sure those that we good. figured this out. Yeah. I don't know if those are around anymore. Okay. I have a game. Okay. You want to do a little game? Yes. Okay, so our game. I looked up an article on the best TV friendships. Okay. So these are, it's a ranking of TV's all-time best friends. There's 25 of them. I'm not going to go through all 25. Okay. What I'm going to do, there's a little blurb about the friendship. Okay. And you have to guess. Okay. You have to guess. I'm ready. What friendship this is. So it might be one that we've talked about on the pod already, and it might not be one that we've talked on the pod. Okay. These two have been through a lot, and we mean a lot, from the pressure and trauma of their jobs as doctors to even more complicated personal lives, especially when it comes to love. Their friendship's not always easy, but it does not take a genius to see their dependence on each other. Mm, that's a heart doctors. Is it got to be Grey's Anatomy? Yes. <laughs> yes. Meredith and Christina. Yeah. Okay. Next one. This is a case where people can get funnier with age. That was the case with these friends. Each one of the four brought something significant and humorous to the table. One of them is the stern but funny voice of reason. One of them is the Southern Belle that hasn't lost her appetite for love. One of them is the dim-witted but good-natured loyal confidant. Together, now and then, they drew a lot of laughs. No, this is a case where people can get funnier with age. 
a stern but funny voice of reason, a southern belle that hasn't lost her appetite for love. Oh, 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 oh. Steel Magnolias? No. (laughs) Okay. Golden Girls. Oh, Golden Girls. I knew you knew that. I should have known it. A Southern Belle. Wow. You know, I, uh, all right. It's okay. I I suck. Okay. 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 Here's another best friend for some, but instead of residing in a Florida retirement community, it's the bright lights of Manhattan. There's the leader and most socially conscious of the group. There's the one that's good hearted, sometimes naive girl next door type. There's one that's well-educated, but unlucky in love. And finally, the sexually confident one who provides the most consistent element of comedy. Sex in the city? Mm-hmm. Okay, last one. These two might be the funniest roommates of all time. From their leather recliners to boarding the chick and the duck to a love of Baywatch. The two have a childish friendship, but are loyal and sweet. Joey and Chandler. Yes. <laughs> That's a good one. Good job. Uh, okay. Love it. Yeah. I thought that was funny. That is funny. And what a good, what some good friends. I think so. All right. So there's my little game. Hope you enjoyed. You did all right. I'm really surprised you missed Golden Girls. I am very um, surprised that I missed. I was thinking too hard, I guess. I know. Yeah. I think when you said the four, it got me because oh. I really think of Golden Girls as the three. The three. Yeah, that's true. So, and then I didn't mention Sophia in there. No. Yeah. So I think the four is what threw me off. Had you said three, I would have, okay. I think I would have got it immediately, but putting four, although yeah. there is four, it did throw me off. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's our episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Yes. Thanks for listening, everybody. Love you, best friend. Love you, best friend. If you have a bestie question or comment or have a request, reach out to us via email at samandtrisldbff at gmail.com or message us through our Instagram, longdistancebff. Thank you.